0: This week, Yao Ming, former center for the Houston Rockets and 2016 Hall of Fame inductee. is so beyond me, honestly. The eight-time NBA All-Star looks back on nearly a decade in the league, including the rivalry that became a fan favorite. Your fondest
1: memory playing Shaq would be what? <laughs> and the injury
2: that spelled the end of his pro career. How does it feel now? Uh, until today, I feel this foot is almost like completely numb on the top of my foot right there. Really? Yeah.
0: When we sat down in 2016, Ming also revealed his motivation for becoming owner of the Shanghai Sharks. It's
2: kind of a emotional move. I play here. I won a championship here before I, before I go and my dad played for this team. So it's it's the same bloodline right there. A role he would step away
0: from in 2017 after being voted president of the Chinese Basketball Association. That new role allows him to continue his efforts to reshape China's state-run athletic system. It seems like
1: you basically have to choose at an early
2: age uh, school or sports.
0: Well. well that is
2: true, and I, I grew up in this system.
0: All that and more coming up on the In Depth with Graham Bensinger podcast.
1: How surprised were you that some in the American media criticized whether or not you deserved uh, election?
2: Well, that's that's a mature society right there. You know, there are always people say from both sides, and uh, you have just take it and. Uh, uh, I, and for my opinion is that I don't have the voting rights. It's, I don't I didn't vote myself. Right. Uh, somebody else vote me, in, and uh, I, it flashed me back to the the first time I've been uh, uh, selected as a starting of All Star game. You know, everybody say Shark should deserve that, and now yeah, I agree with that. But it's not my choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that. But all I can do is. Uh, I can't change what happened in the past, but I try to do my best for the future. What do you think it means to you to be elected? Honestly, it's a, it is a surprise that... Uh, Why? You know, I think maybe I can play until 36 instead of being, tra- <laughs> being elected for the Hall of Fame at 36 years old. Right. Right. Uh, I, I think that uh, the guy, the, the name on the on Hall you know, of Fame's war, is so beyond me, honestly. And, and look at the same class: K. O'Neal, A. I. You know, they all did done a remarkable job in in, in their career and after career. Uh, so I think, you know, I'm not there yet, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Did you not think you would be elected? Uh, maybe not that early. Maybe another 10 years. Also, I know a lot of guys, you know, on the waiting list for so so many years. Maybe some guys don't even see it when they're alive, when they're still alive.
1: Given all the storylines around the two of you playing together, uh, you and Shaquille O'Neal, how cool was it to end up getting inducted in the same exact
2: class as him? Oh, I'm just glad I'm. <laughs> I I, uh, I just uh, glad that uh, I didn't you know elected was well, the same year as the Kembe Motombo. I know he's last year's class. Uh, he's way too old for for me. I I'm good. I'm good with not with uh, not not with him.
1: How would you say the popularity of the games grown from when
2: you first entered the NBA in China? Uh, popularity is unquestionable here in China. Basketball has become. a uh, top two sports uh, in the country, uh, besides uh, soccer, um, and we have a better record than soccer, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's one part of it, we, we, we're really proud of it, but we still have a, many uh, miles ahead of, ahead of us need to go, um, and talk about the popularity, it's not only uh, depend on players, but also, uh, you know, the medias, uh, the, the journalists, how they, uh, how they, uh, write down the stories to share, uh, to the fans and have them get interested about the sports, involve the sports, or particip- participate in the, the sports, uh, is the future of our, uh, our, our game. You know, the difference in
1: cultures um, one example of that is um, the Chinese people viewed you as representing them. So if you were to fail, uh, the Chinese people would view it as uh, th- them failing. How much pressure did you feel when you played because of that? It
2: is a lot of pressure. Uh, I remember the moment I. Um... I ready to step on a plane to Houston back to 2002 at the airport uh, Shanghai Hongqiao Airport and uh, you, you thought about turning around I thought about turning around while well, you did your homework <laughs> <laughs> really thank you yeah, I you know that you know that the, the way to the plane there's a tunnel right there you just walk down there walk on the plane right so um, I I feel that tunnel is so dark right there. It's almost like a black hole trying to eat me. Why? Uh, and, and and there's so many uh, uh, generous uh, the, the the cameraman is behind me. Use a light, all kind of stuff, to flash, uh, cameras. That's kind of a you no. Know, That's one side is so bright. The other side make me feel so dark right there. That no, not mean dark, but it's like a pressure. Uh, it really make me think, Oh, maybe I should turn around right there. <laughs> But that's all. it's almost like I feel like that's a one-way ticket. It's a one-way ticket. I think The good thing is is my parents uh, taught me that to forget everything when you step on plane, uh, step on the court. that court should be pure, pure and uh, clean. And clean your mind, clean your, all the essence, the thoughts right there, just focus on your teammates, your, your plan and the ring and the basketball hoop right there but you know i, I i've been thinking about you i, I remember what uh, you know I, I said this before in in, in a book uh, I re, uh you know I, I work with uh rick Bilger, sure <coughs> that if i f- i feel i f- if i fail that means the entire country is failed. something like that mm-hmm. i i think well that means that don't trust a word from a from a young kid at 23 years old well. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's a little bit too much of a self centred. Of that. But,
1: but, I mean, here you were the first player of your caliber to be on a stage that big and you had captivated an entire nation of people. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know that that was that far off from
2: the truth, right? Well, maybe it is, it exists. It, it is a fact, but it's not that... that Serious, or mm-hmm. I don't know what other word I can use here. Uh, maybe that that uh, that how much pressure I have. Mm-hmm. But what if what if I felt you failed, <laughs> And there's other people who will replace you later. So um, it's just you—you felt. There's always a replacement
1: you end up missing the first two weeks of training camp because of your obligations to the chinese national team how much of an initial disadvantage
2: did you feel like you were at having missed the first two weeks of training camp well before i missed that two weeks training camp i missed the whole summer playing you know the summer league the rookie uh, rookie class everything now, everything you have to look at on, on both sides uh... honestly i'm a little bit not just a little bit, I'm, I'm scared about um, coming to the United States now, before I come I hear a lot of, about NBA, NBA players the most physical league in the world and people like to challenge you, it doesn't matter how tall you are, they like uh, they, they like to hit you uh, with a very very physical elbow and push you uh, out of a pain, and almost like um, a wrestling on court, no, a lot of it, before you play you only can hear from the from news, from TV, from... And that's how it sounded to you? That's how it sounded for me, you know. And we know uh, that uh, uh, Ch- Chinese players didn't play very physical. No, at most of physical level here is not that physical in the United States. So first thing is, like, I might get hurt in a very short time. Um, that would scare me
1: a little bit. So your NBA debut... You were scoreless, and of course, you know, everybody in the U.S. wants immediate satisfaction. So uh, when you're scoreless, you're universally hailed as a bust after the first game, you know. Uh, how concerning was it for you going scoreless in that first game?
2: A little bit embarrassing. Embarrassing? Embarrassing, a little bit embarrassing. Not just a little bit, but embarrassing. But I gave myself a little bit cushion there, you know. I keep top of myself, and also my parents is helping on that. We're saying, uh, we're just new here, um, and, uh, and we, uh, we, we need some time to make adjustments. Well, you know, make some excuse for yourself at the very first game. Sure. Uh, but at the bottom line, I tell myself that, um, you know, everybody have a start. Uh, I know LeBron started with 20 points game. Uh, I know a lot of guys start will have a great start, but uh, most important is where you're ending it. And you can't change your start. It's already happened.
1: In, as your performance is increasing, the uh, Houston fans uh, are begin chanting a song that I understand is your favorite,
2: Yao Ming, Yao Ming, Yao Ming, Yao Ming. How much did uh, you like it? I know the, those fans is happy about what I did. And after that, uh, after that, after first couple games, um, they are they did show that supporting to me to the Rockets. Uh, and um, but honestly, drove you crazy? It really right? drove me crazy. First of all, I I I don't like the song at all. <laughs> you know, they repeated just to repeat your name, time time uh, time after time again. And um, otherwise, is I, I try to keep myself. Um, I try to keep myself low key. And you 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 can have a good game today, but you never know what happened tomorrow. What were some of the more
1: notable American cultural differences that really took some getting used to when you came over from China to the U.S. to play for the Rockets?
2: I said not really many. I have to say that. No, because, because this city, you can see right here, Shanghai is very open-minded right there. And we have a, you know, each day if you walk on a city, I would say very often you were, you were, you were met a guy, a gentleman, a lady who from a European or United States. So I think that the culture of this city give me, already give me an educate how to adjust to the, to, uh, to the cultures in United States. Explain how
1: you say uh or um in Mandarin and the
2: <laughs> first time you said it in the locker room had some head's turn. Well, um, yeah, that's, um, <laughs> you sure you want to say that here? No, I don't want, I don't want, I know what you talk about, but it's, it will bring me some troubles. It is. that's, that's a, yeah, a little problem there, but after, I explained to all my players, they did understand. And it
1: was, I'm I, not sure how you spell it, but N A, And then G U H G. N A
2: I G E. N A I G E. Right. That mean is I know that's and when you, How does it? Sound, name? I don't want to say that okay. here. You know, if there's any of them misunderstand I would be in trouble. It, 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 it comes. It sounds
1: like a racial slur, though. Right. When, when you're saying that instead of uh uh uh.
2: Right. <laughs> what kind of looks did you get in the locker room? It's actually it's not me. It's it's Colin, my interpreter. Oh, Colin, guy the gets interpreter. Trouble. Okay. Well, think about it. He is. You know, <laughs> White. <laughs> right. And he say that in the locker room, but he, he talked to me, so other players look at him and hey, you want some troubles. And then we explain to him and I prove that that's, that's true, you know, and okay that's all fine, but we don't mean we don't mean bad but in our language. Right. It just means
1: uh or um
2: essentially. Right, but it we're making some misunderstanding here, you know. Just <laughs> be careful.
1: Right. How about your favorite American slang that you learned?
2: I like yo. Yo? <laughs> How about uh, favorite food? i favorite food. Uh, I like, I like uh, Philly cheesesteak. Philly cheesesteak? Uh-huh. Um, tell about the difference you recognized in uh, alcohol between China and the U.S. In the States, alcohol, alcohol you, you drink in a bar. You taste a little bit and put it down and then talk to a friend, well obviously it should be like that, but maybe some people do not do. But in China, when you say cheers, that means you have to finish your glass, and we do that very often in uh, dinner in the clubs. Um, so that gets you drunk pretty fast. How big were you into video games? I used to very big. I um, because the, the the video game is. Well, you, you, you can feel like you, because I'm tall, you know, um, and I'm pretty famous, particularly in China, and um, I can't hide. In a video game, I can feel that I'm just a regular person. I'm no different than you, than anybody in this room, or the, the people who live in the city. So that's part of the reason I, love, <laughs> I really love playing video games. What are some of the favorite video games? Uh, World of Warcraft. Um, I used to play StarCraft, uh, I'm still playing, but really I don't have much time now to play in those games. If you were healthy in 2009, how much do you wonder if the Rockets would have won an NBA championship um, that year? Well, first of all, there's no if. You know, it's, it's a waste of time. But you do think about it, sometimes think about it back, and you did. And I did, and I think if we can pass Lakers, we have a pretty good chance to win a championship that year. What do you think led to you being injured so much? Um, something you can't change was my weight uh, and my high arch, um, uh, particularly, particularly my high, high arch. What impact did that have? Uh, well, from what I learned, from what I learned from, uh, from the doctors, they tell me the high arch will, will give you, uh, the high arch player will get a lot of stress on that uh, vinegar bone, the bone that uh, have very, have, don't have very good blood supplies compared to other bone on there. If that bone uh, starts have some stress fracture, it's hard to heal. That's what is what I have. How many serious injuries have you had? I think I had one, two, three, four, five or six. Five or six. What's been the most significant surgery you've had? Uh, definitely 2009, the reconstruction. And what was involved in that? Uh, that surgery needed to put a, a, a play onto my uh, top of my foot uh, to stable my foot and I put it maybe seven or eight screws onto there to stabilize. And also need they call it reconstruction. And also need reconstruction means need to break my big toe to break it and uh, make a little bit different than before, so it can load the arch, so the, the the stress is going down. We're split out by the entire foot, not only on that part. Uh, and they, they did something on my heel doing one surgery. I I I. I think I'm in the operating room for totally five hour, around five hour. How painful was the whole process? Um, I have some surgery before this. Um, usually, when you they, they put you in in the recovery room or your or your room later, they will give you some of a, you know, some of butt you can push. And when, when you have a push, they, they will automatically give you. They will have a machine right here will automatically give you a morphe shot. No, I never had that before I had this surgery. <laughs> I, not to mean the other surgery didn't pain, I just feel that I don't want drug on this. You know, sure. I don't want to have that too much. And but you needed it for this one? But for this one, I, I, I took a not just a couple.
1: <laughs> right. So from October to June, you always played for the Houston Rockets. And then following the NBA season, concluding you would go back to China to pick up your Chinese national team basketball responsibilities. How much do you wonder if you had a less demanding year-round basketball schedule, if that would have had any impact on how much you were injured?
2: Um, if we, we can manage that better, of course, we can get avoid some of the injury, and also you know, I have some, can have some time to <coughs> do the uh, Doing some training, like a muscle training. You think it could have been managed better? Uh, well, there's no if. But those parents, I believe, will be helpful in the future for other Chinese players. Um, explain why in China
1: it seems like you basically have to choose at an early age uh, school
2: or sports.
1: Um, why is that?
2: Well, sports had the power to. Inspire people and to uh, cha- shape the characters. Uh, that's how sports uh, really can do. And, and obviously, our leader understands that kind of a, a power and, and willing to put a resource in there. But back to 60 years ago, our country is not; uh, uh, it's still underdeveloped, uh, entire country. You know, after World War II, after Civil War, all kind of stuff. You uh, know, everything is waiting for rebuild, and um, the sports would probably have to take a back seat a little bit for, for a little time. But unlike the U.S., that the sports is part of our education, it's more it's PE classes, a class, and you have NCAA, you have a, a state championship game for for the high school level and, and, and all kinds of. Stuff. We we have that now, but obviously still maybe decades behind U.S. Prog- uh, program. And because uh, uh, just, uh, you know, because that the, the system is being separated. What would your school and
1: practice schedule entail when you were growing up?
2: I, I went to the sports first level academy when I was nine years old. We still study as a normal student uh, from 8 o'clock all the way to 2. And then the difference is we have to participate a three-hour practice after that, and then homework. And the rest of the kids can do, they still can play sports, but not like a central practice. It's, it's, it's a very random practice, a random play, and you can do your homework and, and go do whatever. We don't have that kind of electric time for it. That's, I keep that way until 14, the, 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 the junior team of uh, of the Shanghai City think I'm good enough. They, they draft me to the next level. So. From that, that, I have a, I have a very minimal uh, education time, um, but a maximum a practice time, almost, uh, I would say somewhere around, my first six months were really, really hard. 10 hour a day for six days a week. 10 hours a day, six days a week yeah, at, four, f- at 14 six, years old. 14, uh, actually 13 and a half. See, first six months is really, really hard. And that, that, that is try, almost like a, you can, you can think of a boot camp right. for, for the military. In the first couple of months, months, they train really, really hard, not for really finding a good guy, but try to wipe out the, the, those who didn't qualify. It. Mm-hmm. So that, that is what training camp for, for the first months. What do you first remember six from those first oh, months? I lost about 40 kilos. Oh, did you? <laughs> uh, I wish I can do that now. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh yeah, uh that is what they do. And after that we would we would get back and, and you know, we, we have much smaller group now after six months. We uh uh we, we, we train almost like uh four four hour, maybe five hour a day. Uh still six days a week, but we have more time to, to study. If you could make
1: uh any changes to the system, what changes
2: would you make and why? Well, I, I think that's a big question. Uh, it's not just me, and, and, and I can tell you that uh, a lot of people think about that. Sure, it's it's that that problem is already put under the uh, microscope. Mm-hmm. Microscope, to everybody. To well,
1: well, I ask you though because you've had the benefit of having been in both systems, or, you know, yeah, having yeah, yeah. seen. Um, Having gone through right. the system that you did and then also having some understanding of what the American
2: system is? The, the change of this system, I would say have, you have to define from sports to sports. But for the basketball, I think, you know, we always say, why we cannot find five guys on a court or 11 guy on a basketball, uh, for football, uh, soccer field uh, playing world level? Among the 1.3 billion people, the answer is because we didn't elect people. We didn't uh, uh, select player from 1.1.3 uh, billion. We have only 3,000 registered basketball athletes and about 6,000 registered soccer athlete in our system. We're so small talent pool right there. And to what extent is that because the recruiters who are making
1: decisions for who to select? those decisions solely based on the height of a player's parents?
2: Right. We, we, we try to recruit a player from a very, very young age. Mm-hmm. You, basketball is a, re, uh, a, incur, uh, require a couple of talents, right? Their size, of course, you know, speed, strength, uh, mentality, and, and basketball IQ. But if you really want find a case into that system at the years of around 10, what you can find from there? Size only. Right. <laughs> So, and then turn turned out our basketball team become only the biggest team, but, but we always can find a kind of a, 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 a shortness or, or the weakness from others.
1: How far along are people with understanding the need to make the reform to be able to find those sorts of
2: uh, shorter players who could have as much success i think we should ask a question that bigger than that uh bigger than that but also we're back to the, the original sure. question which is what is what is sports for us it's, it's just like i mean the system between sports and education is basically the same idea is the same idea that, that is a centralized centralize uh, those kids who have the talent to give them a best education and hopefully they become an uh, engineer or great uh, leader or some kind of stuff uh, and a contribution for, for our nation, for our country, uh, make their contribution. Uh, so I, I think, first of all, uh, sports is, like I said, it's a, such a great astra- a strategy to educate people, to raise the kids which not only teach them you know, become a stronger men, faster men, physically, but also mentality. Uh, they can become much tougher than before. They learn how to teamwork, how to competition, how to respect the rule, respect uh, your teammate and respect yourself, such such thing like that. So the first
1: step is then making sure people understand the educational benefit of sport, and then after that, opening
2: it up to uh, More people. What we have, we have to measure that. Okay. You know, but I would say take the education as a first step. Mm-hmm. Just uh, you when walking with a left and right, left like marching. Yeah. But you can't. You always lean on left. You you tripled, right. <laughs> or you just you know jumping. You probably have a knee problem after that.
1: So you purchased uh, the Shanghai Sharks, the team you once played for back in the day. Um, Since purchasing it, what are some of the changes you've worked to implement within the organization?
2: A professional team has only one goal to win the championship. And um, uh, I and my team, uh, my team and I uh, are focused on on that. We try to strengthen the team, strengthen coach staff, uh, and do everything we can to to purchase another uh, championship for the city the city that is uh, that's the only goal we have but for doing that we have a lot, we, we need a lot of uh, lots lots of uh, experienced people players coaches and managers to to, to uh, extend our, our circle and how do you go about finding those people First of all, it's traditionally sports area, uh, professional uh, athletes, uh, coaches. The coaches were defined in two groups. One is uh, one is a senior team who are playing in the professional league. The uh, other one is uh, managing and coaching in a junior team, just like the team I played before, and uh, recruiting some young talents, uh, athletes, uh, give them a uh, well-trained, give them uh, some education. While Again, this is still an uh, old system we have right now. That uh, whether you like or not, it still exists. Some coach, you have to be a b- babysitter. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's basically what it do.
1: What made you decide to buy the sharks?
2: I think it's more of a. Uh, it's kind of a <laughs> emotional move. I play here. I won a championship here before. I, before I go, and my dad played for this team. Well, the team before is called Shanghai City team, and then some investor coming convert into Shanghai Sharks. Okay. So it's it's the same bloodline right there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a, I don't want to turn this into a family business, but it's kind of a family feel in there.
1: How neat is it to now own the team you once played for? <sighs> harder than I thought <laughs> harder than you thought yeah uh, in what ways
2: you have to go to manager some of the guys who play with you before and oh do you yeah and some some coaches who coach you before you can imagine if you bought your company who you work for that would be a little bit strange
1: what have you found to be the hardest part of you know, managing now the coaches you once well, played yeah. for, <laughs> players you once played with.
2: Uh, two words: poker face. Poker face. Yeah. Well, and uh, this, this is not good or bad. I just, uh, I have to learn one of the things. What are
1: you like as a boss?
2: It sounds very cool, but uh, but you have to uh, dedicate yourself in there. You know, uh, you, can, you can't just uh, point a finger to, hey, you're gonna do this or doing that. You have to motivate your people, your team, to to encourage them to do their job. And, uh, and the most important I have to, what I have to follow is to try learn how to stop. You don't want to go too deep onto the detail, otherwise that, uh, it's totally against uh, the management.
1: How much of a difference is there between how you acted as a boss when you first became owner versus how you're acting as a boss today?
2: Well, my my first year, I uh, I even want to jump onto the court and t- teach the big our big man how to move and how full and I, I know when, when I one one when say, hey, you you don't qualify for that. <laughs> but now I know.
1: Did did you actually jump on court uh, and show
2: them? Well, yeah, I did, I did once or twice. I There once or twice, but I just uh, I think that's not a way to to do.
1: And so now,
2: you well, give coach less have input. to take a responsibility, and uh, I have another job to do, yeah. which is not on court, off the court.
0: What are
1: your goals with the team?
2: To win the championship. That's our profession, professional team want to do.
1: Explain how the CBA's been run historically and how you've been working to privatize it?
2: Well, CBA is a system that, uh, how, does, how, do, how can I put it this way? It, it, the season is, the basketball season is, exists uh, almost uh, over 60 years, like I said, 1952, you know, when, 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 uh, when, when the sports bureau was being established. Um, but back then, uh, it's only uh, almost like an Olympic game. You know, we play once a year like that. And that's, instead of a four-year, maybe we'll play one year. But we have, uh, you know, like, like the, the, the schedule will be like Olympics. You know, two weeks maximum gone for the mm-hmm. year. But back to 1955, 1955, that's the first experiment season for CBA. Not called CBA yet, but we have all the team tw- as eight, back then, 18, uh, play uh, home away game just like NBA for the first time in early 1955. I remember, I, uh, I watched some of the game in Shanghai. Uh, and 95-96 uh, season where it is the first season crossed the year and play home away. So until today, so it's just about 20 years. Uh, it looks like NBA schedule, but behind that, the management is very, very different. Owners will pay uh, the wedges for players and coaches, but uh, basically it's CBA's uh, Chinese basketball Association run the league and tell what to do uh, And now the uh, now that the owners feel that we we have so much pressure on the cost today uh, And because uh, you know, we, we don't have the kind of salary cap control and And you, you guys are the ones spending all the money, but don't get to
1: make the decisions. I think
2: that's a part of the re- I, th- I think that's a big part of the reason too and uh, but but we, we, we did a couple of rounds of a negotiation and today I, I think is we we're heading to a, a course that the owner will have a more speaking rights than before. How challenging mm-hmm. have you found it to make
1: the government uh, less involved in the league?
2: Well I think It is not about independence or not from the government, but have the best people to do their best, do their familiar area. If we admit that basketball league is a business, of course it's a sports too. We should have sports people, basketball person and business people in the chair to manage daily. And if those changes are made, how much more
1: success do you think the league can have?
2: Well, it's 1.3 billion population of marketing. So a big potential audience. Uh, yeah, and, and I think the NBA already helped us a lot to uh, promote sports here, so it will be should be uh, easier for us. The 2008 Beijing
1: Olympics when uh, you carried the flag, I know is a pivotal and very memorable moment from. Your career. What was your involvement in that process?
2: Olympics is is a remarkable um, in uh, in China. I mean, all over the world too. Um, but I mean, even more extremely in, in, in Chinese, in Chinese, that uh, it's almost like gateway for us to touch world. When you have a chance, well, when I have a chance to carry the flag of my country to walk. No, to lead the entire sports delegation walking to stadium—that's just like a life dream become true. And I can tell you how lost I am when when the close ceremony is ends in 2008. That night, that we walk around in the city like a zombie with some of my teammates. Uh, I remember one of my teammates, Lee Na, who is very close. My teammate who is a team captain uh, during my national team career. and I asked him the, him the same feeling. He said, "How do you feel?" I said, yeah, I'm, "I feel like I lost, like like a zombie," he said. Because we, we, we walk our entire life for it. You know, of course, MBA is not a part. But you know, when you in the country, when you are in that uh, uh, nation, you, you feel that so emotion, so strong for it. And we almost feel like there's no sun will rise for tomorrow. Well, it, it, that's very, very strong. I don't know why. I, I don't know why, and I don't know how, uh, how to explain to you that, that I feel in that night after the close ceremony, but that is how I feel. I mean, uh, uh, upset, sad. Uh. What, it's not like sad and like you lost someone because you just finished uh, the, the most proud event uh, in the country, and, and, and you play well and uh, you feel fulfilled. But the other half is what now? Okay. What is that move? And Like, there's nothing more I can do for.
1: <laughs> what was, uh, how long did those feelings last for? Uh,
2: until, I think, beginning of the NBA season, you know, we had to refocus on to the, the basketball again, all kind of stuff, but that field is so strong that, In my heart, I believe in every athlete's heart. uh, You know, what what was the moment that you were
1: involved with from those games that is most memorable to you today?
2: Probably the first game uh, against the United States when we ran into the stadium Uh, that we are impacted by by the how to say this? It's it's Unique atmosphere uh, in the arena, Ukasan Arena, where the fans, how loud the voice is, and it's the first for the first time. Maybe uh, for for the first time, I felt that the floor is shaking. The floor is really, really shaking, and you, uh, I, I, uh, I feel that the heart is a connect the entire land with with all the people. I, I know that's just very strange feel, but I do have that feel in the, the moment. moment. Not just those in the stadium, but everyone in China. Yeah, the, the emotion is so strong.
1: What was your involvement in bringing the 2022
2: Olympics to China? Or back to China? Uh, I, uh, I said this: 2008 is such a, a big event and also a great education for our people. You know, student sports, we understand much more than just winning or losing on a game. So Liu Shang's story so uh, all that kind of stuff, you know, people may not understand at that moment, but they started uh, beginning to realize that a couple years after, you know, how we should treat the, the sports games. And I believe 2022 winter game will give us, us another lesson, another opportunity to get to the uh, next level.
1: Explain what you've been doing to try and rid China of shark fin
2: soup? Well, uh, the shark fin soup is a traditional food on the royal family's table uh, over centuries, over centuries, and uh, now because of our economic guru that can be served on the regular people's uh, dinner, too. Uh, Obviously, it's still very expensive, but it's not expendable. Mm -hmm. Uh, The problem is that uh, the problem is that there's so many sharks being fished from water that really damaged the ecosystem in water. And so, without the the top predators as shark, that uh, uh, the secondary of the fish were grown, and, and the next levels of uh, those shellfish or kinds of were gone, and the water quality were really damaged. That at end were damage ourselves. Before 2006, that's the year we started up that program. That 72 million of the shark being fished from water per year. So, without control, the shark can go extinction inside of a decade. Wow. Yeah, that that that's pretty uh, amazing. Uh, and after that, after a couple of years, you know, we 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 try to spread a message and try to prevent that happens that. Uh, the price of a shark fin is drop almost over half. That means consuming is down. Not enough, but it's, it's it's a step. That's a step, strong step.
1: Tell about the stand you've taken against elephant and rhino ivory poaching.
2: I've been mean, a lot crushing. questions. Why save those animals? If you try to say, say animal is our friend, just need to be safe, why pig? Why cow? Why sheep? You know, we eat those things. We eat the animal because Physically, we need it. And a rhino horn uh, with, with, uh, with ivory, that is not something we need physically. We need it physically. And it medically, I already proved that rhino horn has no different than the fingernail by our, by our own. So it's really it's not necessary to uh, take uh, a an wild animal's life to, for a small piece of their uh, product right there. And on the other hand, that's uh, wild animal approach is really caused a lot of uh, local issues in Africa, which local people in Africa depend on those tourists go there to safari to to see the animal, to uh, generate the fund for the school for the for the uh, uh, infantry construction and their their education for a hospital. and there's there's a number that each elephant lost is costs almost. Sorry, I lost that number. Probably somewhere around 20 kids of uh, drop. Uh, 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 each elephant being approached uh, will cause 20, 20 kids to drop from the school. So that is something that we have to deal with. When we, when we reach to a pocket, uh, try to buy it, it's, it's equally to kill, uh, to kill a future of the kids.
1: I know you and Dikembe have been close over the years. How much do you think he influenced your charity efforts?
2: Well, uh, we, have, uh, we have some kind of a comment uh, for our, in our background. We all come from uh, a, a country far, far away from the United States. Uh, we all play basketball and travel to states as an international player in the, in, in the, in the league. And uh, but, uh, none of us, uh, um, uh, uh, nature language or English. And uh, you know, we, uh, we all know that, uh, OK, if the US is here, our country probably right, right here. That we, and we have that fortune that, uh, to change our life But it's still millions of people uh, there that uh, we can do something for, for them. That is uh, our, uh, our comment right here. And uh, that is what I learned from uh, Dikembe. And basketball is our job. And basketball changed our life. Uh, and and we try uh, uh, spread this uh, this experience, and hopefully more people can uh, benefit from it. How did the idea for your foundation come about? My foundation uh, uh, established in 2008, uh, uh, pretty soon after the great earth earthquake in Sichuan province. In that earthquake, took uh, uh, over 70,000 70, uh, souls in there. You know, it's, it's a hard moment for for this for my country everybody try to do their part to to support uh, uh, to, to help uh, our countrymen right there so we start a foundation and try to you know uh, donate and also raise some funds to uh, support uh, Sichuan privacy to, to rebuild some of the school been damaged in the earthquake uh, and uh, as a first step and also not not only here, but some other de- underdeveloped area in China. So far we have 17 schools already finished. Uh, half of them are in Sichuan province and half of them are spread out in the western China underdeveloped area. What of the work that you've done so far would you say you're most proud of? You know, uh, this Yao School uh, basketball season program we, start, we started five years ago. Uh, the idea is that we recruit a lot of the, young volunteers uh, from the uh, normal university uh, and send them, train them and send them to those schools who need it, uh, including the school built by us, and have them to train kids to play basketball. Of course, but our goal is very clear that we're not trying to find the next uh, talent players to play professional. We try and train them and teach them and learn those characters, respect the rules, teamwork and leadership among the among the, in, in the in the P classes. Right there and I strongly believe they did they, they will learn it. You know, some of the kids are we call this we call this here in China we call left behind kids because the parents migrate away to, to other city to find a job or something and let them behind in, the, in a village in their home uh, live with their grandparents the grandparents are either too old or too ill sometimes a lack of energy to take care of them so they become pretty much isolated so a, a sports team sports can put all the kids together It's it's it try to similarly as a, 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 like you have a sibling play with you some kind of that you know uh, Hopefully that that can help. Some of some of the change from the kids that really made me feel that we do we do the right thing.
1: So I, I remember this from our last interview five years ago. Uh, we were talking about fame and privacy, and you made the comment that you know if you could do anything t- today, um, you'd love to walk down the street in Shanghai with your wife, holding your daughter and an ice cream cone, and go unnoticed. Um, How difficult is it
2: for you to find privacy today? (laughs) Uh, That, nothing changed. We had a good day. Another day uh, at the Disney Resort in Shanghai. Uh, They just opened uh, two months ago. Uh, They have all the VIPs uh, pre open uh, tour in there two days before the grand opening. There's very less people in there. And, uh, you know... uh, we had a good time there, walking the park or in the resort and uh, uh, get on all that kind of a game and play a little bit. That's, uh, that's one, of a kind of, one kind of a joy I, we don't have for a long time. What have you
1: found to be the most difficult part of fame?
2: <laughs> Maybe it's this, that my fame somehow is called my height. Uh, and uh, well, I, I I I'm not denying it because I have to admit that's my effect. Uh, but I can—that's one thing I cannot hide. But other people can, you know. If like you are Jackie Chan or you are um, or, or Arnold Schwarzenegger or who are with this just weekend, think about it, yeah, 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 just normal heights. He so can know, put on a hat you know, and a hat, a glass, sunglasses. sunglasses and yeah, I did feet. that too, but it didn't work. Right. That's one thing I feel uncomfortable with. <laughs> What, what makes you uncomfortable about it? Yeah, I, can't, I can't hide anywhere, and, uh, and people can recognize me from 100 meters away. <laughs> right. But when you were growing up, I understand you always wanted to be really
1: famous. Um, if you had to, the, if the Yao today was talking to the Yao who was a kid and growing up, what would the Yao today tell that kid about fame?
2: Enjoy a moment before you get famous <laughs> really? uh i everybody try to get famous and it's it's unfair for us to say for me to say that i, I you know the the fame is is hurt me more it's it's unfair for other people you know that, that <laughs> it's in our world that uh, uh that your back is not hurt when you're talking standing. You know, that's in our world, right. uh, uh, but I think I try, I, I try and use my thing to do, do something to, to, I think it's right to do, uh, which I don't waste my day and waste, don't waste my life.
1: When you were growing up, um, or I guess still today, uh, I believe your mom was six foot two, or is six foot two, uh, played for China's national team, your dad. I believe is around six foot ten, played for the Shanghai City team, uh, as is customary in China. Uh, tell about what the doctor said when your parents took you there to have the doctor x-ray your bones when you were growing up in terms of how tall you would end up being.
2: Actually, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can be that tall. Yeah, why Why not? I you know, I, I play basketball and, and that's a very, that's a, Proud of family, I've been told many, many times, thousands of the time uh, by my neighborhood, by people I, I, I know that oh, your mom and your know, daddy is a great, was a great player back to 70s. It's, it's a natural feeling. The kids feel proud of their parents or what they did in the past, and you want to become one of those, and you don't want to let them down, and you try to follow their steps. So that. When I learned I can be that tall, and when I was young, that, okay, okay maybe I, that, that, will support, that will help me to, uh, to, uh, to, to, to pursue that dream. I feel proud that I can make me, my parents feel proud for me.
1: But even though you feel, felt proud about it then, I understand that times growing up your height made you uncomfortable
2: as well. Why? I don't like to feel be different. Yeah, I don't feel like to be uh, different. Still now? Oh, yeah. But I can take that much naturally. Okay. It's, it's a waste of my time to keep thinking that way.
1: So you're, you're comfortable with it now, but when you were growing up, maybe you were a little insecure. Oh, uh, I, I,
2: I, I should say, I get used to it. And I, I just face to myself, said, okay, I don't want to waste my time right there, I wanted to do something meaningful.
1: How did uh, your AAU coach almost force you into dunking because if you didn't, he would have punished
2: all your other teammates? <laughs> yeah, that that's me, you know. <laughs> that, that is really mean. so that made me feel so hurt. It made me feel so hurt that uh, my teammate have to run for, because my mistake, you know. I, I just, back then dunk for me is like, embarrassing people uh, disrespect something Uh, obviously it's not hard (laughs) it's just not it's it's a culture (laughs) (laughs) it's just a culture while culture wise it's it's not fitting to me back then let's take time correct me if i'm wrong but given the chinese culture stresses teamwork
1: and not sticking out I, i think the cba didn't even keep individual stats for a long time so how different is that from how you found the american culture to be
2: well i remember this once Um, i remember when i realized when we see we or me is the difference between we and 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 i the different i found out found out that i forgot which year but it's a game we play against philadelphia in philly Philadelphia Sixers in Philly. That that game we lost by 40, really really bad game. And after that, again we are, have a routine. A media press coming to a locker room and interview everything, and you yeah, have to have a talk. You know how you feel, and uh, basically we say, oh, we didn't play. Obviously, you have to say something. You know, blame ourselves. We didn't play well, we didn't execute well, we didn't play tough, they 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 come to kick our ass, whatever. We say we and we and we and, and, and that moment um, there's something crossed my mind saying why I say we why not I say I because because if you admit that you are leader of the team you have to take a responsibility. when we you say we that mean you I try to hide behind this we. And and that if we over complain, saying about what we do, what we should do, is actually I don't want to do. That, that is what it really means. And we should, okay, if everybody do it, I do. So which one first? Or should I, let's do it, let me do it, and everybody follow me? And what kind of attitude we should put out there? So if we continue to see, say, we, then we should add another A and a K after we. That's a week. Tell about meeting Michael Jordan for the first time in San Diego. That is probably the first time I, I know what a nervous is. I've had a couple asked before in my academic class about it. I've never been that, that nervous. You hadn't. <laughs> no, I'm just joking joke about it, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I feel very nervous. Why? I can't explain. Can't explain. I'm just nervous. How well do you remember him talking trash to you? I don't understand. I don't understand. What do you mean? I, I just don't understand the English back then.
1: What do you remember now from the, you know, being around him that first
2: time? I remember I've been caught up for a shooting game. They, he asked you know, every kid who want to come up to shoot five spots baseline, uh, 45 wing, top of key, and other side, that if you made five shots, if you missed two in a row, you have, you have to you know sit down. If you made five, all of the spots, uh, obviously you can miss one, but you cannot miss twice in a row, that you, you can reward by a, a latest model of a Jordan shoot. And I'm a pretty good shooter, but I remember how my, my risk, you know, extend out for for the shooting. It's totally not me. (laughs) It's totally not me. I missed the first one I made a second one and the second spot I missed two in a row I'm I'm just get out. That's how nervous I am.
1: How strange was it to consider that you were I believe a a counselor at at the camp and then five years later you're playing against Michael Jordan in the NBA in his final all-star game?
2: Well, if you think back, if, if I think back, it's amazing for my rookie season. I play against so many superstar. Obviously, Michael is, is top of them uh, in my first year. Also, their last year, Michael, uh, John Stockton, David Robinson. Uh, I play few years uh, against uh, Reggie Miller. Uh, too bad I missed Charles Barkley. I like him very much. Those guys are really, really uh, brought the NBA uh, back to the '90s. You know, really get state attention to the NBA in back to the '90s. And I have the fortune to play against uh, not many, but one or two games uh, my to the beginning of my career in the NBA. That's uh, that's amazing. What was the first time you realized you wanted to play in the NBA? Uh, the first time I watched the NBA game is uh, it's the Knicks against the uh, Rockets uh, in the 94 final, best seven uh, series. Um, um, Akeem Olajuwon. Akeem Olajuwon against Patrick Ewing. Uh, I, I didn't play against both of them, but uh, fortune, very fortunate uh, I, have, I have a couple years spent with Patrick had a couple of years spent with me as my, as my coach. Uh, and that uh, is uh, one part. And then become the second uh, three championship in a row, three, three championship in a row as as Chicago Bulls. Uh, two years against, against uh, Utah Jazz, star John Stockton and uh, Karl Malone. Uh, and that really get everybody's attention, but again, they are too far away from him. They, the, the Lakers summer league team, play against our national team. Beat us by thirty or forty points when Kobe is first year drafted by the, just drafted by the Rockets. Uh, I'm sorry, the Lakers. Right. And we were okay. That's just summer league. You know, that's a national team. You know, that's the best team in our country. You know, we need almost like get a step by step. But maybe that's a twenty step behind there before me. <laughs> And I, I can't imagine for that, no, that's, that dream is too far. And when I started thinking I have the ability, I might have a chance to play NBA, is, is that uh, AAU league I played um, back to uh, 98, 98, I played against a couple guys and they told me that, that they have potential being, being lottery pick in NBA, uh, like uh, Tyson Chandler and some other guys right there. Uh, Who've been drafted uh, by the NBA? Okay, if I I can play, I play pretty well against them. Uh, I might have a chance. So you see, from Paris, from uh, the, the summer uh, 1998, that kind of experience really opened my eye uh, and, and extend my uh, my confidence in there. If if I never had a chance to walk out the door. That I'm just uh, uh, just uh, just uh, a normal player in China so far. Your
1: fondest memory of playing Shaq
2: over the years you were in the league would be what? I think it's my it's our first one, first matchup. And obviously after that we go back and forth. And, and obviously you know his experience and his skill and his strength of of course. It is beyond every player in another level. I'm I'm just calling to a, a lucky a, a lucky timing that when when he is just about I don't know if he agreed that but he is just about past his peak and, and slightly uh, falling down and, and I'm still young enough that I can compete against. So imagine sometimes I sometimes I imagine that if I was Dikembe in what year it is when Dikembe played for Philadelphia in the final against Lakers you know how tough Dekembe is, but Shaquille O'Neal still overthrew him. I don't know if Dekembe will agree with that. I'll ask him. Uh, and though those are great centers. And I just hope I just hope that I can be part of them.
0: Thanks for listening to my chat with Yao Ming. Head over to youtube.com slash Graham Bensinger to watch us shoot hoops in his old Shanghai school yard. The size difference between us is extraordinary. To keep supporting this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks again for listening, and tune in next week for another in-depth interview.